you are about to listen to Pastor Tunji Oladimeji, the pastor in charge of RCCG The Royal Court. Listen and be blessed. One more time this morning, why don't we lift those beautiful hands to the Almighty God and just give Him praise, give Him honor, give Him adoration, magnify His holy name, exalt Him because He's the King of Kings, is the Lord of Lords. You are the great and mighty God. You are the God who wash. You are the God who is. You are the God that is to come. The same yesterday, today, and forever. Your name is Yahweh. Thank you, ageless God. Thank you, marvelous God. Thank you, our strength. Thank you, our banner. Thank you, the lifter of our head. We give you praise. We give you honor. We thank you for the gift of life. Why don't you thank the Almighty God for the gift of life? Many plan to be alive today, but they are not here. And if you are here, why don't you lift your voices and just give God praise? Just bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. Jesus will worship you. Mighty Father, we give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Somebody who is here to pray, say amen. amen. We want to learn and pray very quickly. So just sit down very briefly. You stand up in about three to five minutes. As I read for you, Second Kings chapter 2. Second Kings chapter 2. I read from verse 1. And it came to pass when the Lord would take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind, that Elijah went to Elisha from Gilgal. And Elijah said unto Elisha, Tarry here, I pray thee, for the Lord has sent me to Bethel. And Elisha said unto him, As the Lord lives, and as I so live, I will not leave thee. So they went down to Bethel. And the sons of the prophet that were Bethel came to Elisha and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Lord would take away thy master from thy head today? And he said, Yes, I know. Hold ye your peace. And Elijah said to him, Elisha, Tarry here, I pray thee, for the Lord has sent me to Jericho. And he said, As the Lord live, and as thy soul live, I will not leave thee. So they came to Jericho, and the sons of the prophets that were at Jericho came to Elisha and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today? And he answered, Yes, I know. Hold thy peace. And Elijah said to him, Tarry, I pray thee here. For the Lord has sent me to Jordan. And he said, As the Lord live and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And they too went. And fifty men of the sons of the prophet went and stood to view afar off. And they too stood by Jordan. And Elijah took his mantle and wrapped it together and smote the water. And they were divided either and either. So they went, the two of them, over dry ground. And it came to pass that when they were gone over, that Elijah said to Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee before I be taken away from thee. And Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. And he said, Thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, 
if thou see me when I'm taken from thee, it shall be unto thee. But if not, it shall not be so. And it came to pass as they went on and talked, that behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire and parted both of them asunder. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind unto heaven, and Elisha saw it and cried, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof, and saw him no more. And he took hold of his own clothes and rent, in, rent them into peace, and took also the mantle of Elijah that fell from him, and went back and stood by the bank of Jordan, and took the mantle of Elijah that fell from him, and smote the water, and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he had smitten the water, they were parted either and thither, and Elisha went over. And the last verse, verse 15. And when the sons of the prophet which were there to view at Jericho saw him, they said, the spirit of Elijah doth rest on Elisha. And they came to meet him and bowed themselves to the ground before him. And they said unto him, Behold now, there be with a servant fifty strong men. Okay, so let, let's stop here. Let me stop here. Now, when we look at this scripture, it speaks to something very important. Important to the extent that we all need. And why is it important that we all need? We need that controversy over our life. We stop. We need that mockery over our life. We stop. We need that the evidence of a man who has relationship with God will be obvious. Because a lot of times what many of us claim to have, you lay claim to God, but it's, there's no proof to your claim to God. You saw that in this scripture, there were people set to mock Elisha. Why? Because they saw that Elisha was always with Elijah. They saw that when Elijah called, and they pretend like they did not hear, Every time Elijah calls Elisha, Elisha was quick to respond. So they called him all manners of name. But a day came in their life when the spirit of prophecy came to work. And the spirit of prophecy foretells the future. So just like Elisha knew that it was time for Elijah to go, they also knew And Elisha tried to shake off Elijah. But the guy knew that it was a very important day in his life. Now that was Merman going. That was another Merman who recognized that the Merman that was about to be translated carries something that he must not go back to heaven with. And what did he do? He lashed unto him until he received it. And by the time he crossed back from Jordan to Jericho, the people who were waiting to mock him 
were on their knees bowed. You might say that, oh, pastor, that's Bible story. Yes, it's Bible story. But I've also seen that happen in the world that we live in, and I share a very sad experience. There's a man that is called Ryan Bonke, and I'm sure so many of you know him. Ryan Bonke is an evangelist of all time. He has gone to several nations of the world, carrying the gospel, and bringing with him, under the influence of the Holy Spirit, many souls. And there was a time when God said to Ryan Bonke, it's time for you to come home. So Ryan Bonke made an announcement that it's time of departure, according to the Spirit is near. So he was coming to Nigeria and he announced that this was going to be his last out sin. And then he came. It was a massive crusade. But there were pastors who frustrated that crusade because they received contracts. I went for the first day of that contract. There was no chair for people to sit. There were millions of souls, but there was no chair because a pastor whose name I don't want to mention collected the contract and did not supply the chair. Because some people who should supply something requested bribe. Now, this was a man of God that everybody knows across the nation of the world saying God told him it's time to come home. Now, it's time to release the power. It's time to release the anointing. It's time to release what is trapped within him to the generation that is behind to take it on. And these were people looking for money. Unfortunately, we live in that kind of generation where rather than people seeking God and seeking the anointing, they seek money. Jesus knew what he was doing when he said in Matthew 6 and 33, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and every other thing shall be added. But we live in a time when people seek every other thing. That's the reason why there's so much struggle. And that's the reason why we're going to rise up now to pray. We're going to take about three prayers and then we're done. So please rise up on your feet with me. And our first prayer, and if you're here, I advise that you pray. You're already here. You could be somewhere else. So if you're here, let your focus be on God. There's a song we sing in the Baptist church back in those days. We say, Oh, Uncle, Tio de Milo, Noye, Metaloko, Bami Mukuru. That means anything that would distract and take me away from the route to eternity. But before eternity, there's the relevance of this time. I want you to pray for yourself that every distraction to my relevance in God here on earth, Father, cut it off from me today. Go ahead and pray for yourself. Just lift up your voice and say, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I come before you today. I cause the spirit of destruction in my life. Every distraction that will cut me off from the plan of God for my life, for the plan of God for my relevance in this age and time. Father, today, cut it off. Father, today, cut it off. Father, today, cut it off. In the name of Jesus, is it destruction of friendship? Is it distraction of the things that I see? Is it distractions of the, the nonsense that we waste our time on? Is it distraction of seeking what we should not go after? 
everything representing destruction in my life, representing destruction in the plan that God has for me, Father cuts them off today. Father cut them off today. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Father cut them off today. Thank you, mighty Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. You see, when you're distracted, your focus will be broken. Have you seen a man that is driving before and looking behind? You're driving and your focus is on behind. Accident is certain. And until you have focus, accident in life is inevitable. But in the mighty name of Jesus, because you are here today, your destiny shall not be involved in any accident. Everything that is in your life that is trying very hard to take away the plan of God, that is trying very hard to end the purpose of God for your life, because we're here today, God will cut them off in the name of Jesus. The second prayer that you will pray is for God to send you a mentor. A mentor is not necessarily your friend. And again, that's the biggest problem of this generation. They want a mentor who is their friend. Your friend wants you to remain the way you are. Your friend does not want a better version of you. But your mentor wants a better version of who you are. That's why some climb we say your mentor is your tormentor. Because at times there are things that they spew out from their mouth. That will not go the way you are thinking. You, you feel that this man is ash. This lady is ash. But they look at you. They want you better. I'm certain it was because Elijah was mentoring all those sons of prophets in an odd way. That's why they felt that, oh, why is it that this Elisha is just swallowing all these things like a dummy? But the guy was not a dummy. He learned whatever lesson Elisha, uh, Elijah needed to teach him. And on the last day, the difference was clear. If you see a man who takes instruction, it's a man who will move up. A man who refuses instruction is a man who will remain on the same spot. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. neighbor. Say it with all assurance. Say, neighbor. neighbor. Whatever it is that you do, God will not allow you to remain on the same spot. The people that God will send into your life that will lead you to the place where you need to be, God will send them into your life. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Say amen. amen. That's why you will pray and say, Father, lead me to my mentor for the next level and open the eyes of my mentor to see me. There are people that have fallen in the place where you are treading right now and because they fell down there, they are there to carry you on their shoulder so you don't fall anymore. Father, lead me to mentor. Lead me to the place where my life will be instructed for righteousness. The mentor that will help me to become your plan. The one who will help me to become your purpose. Father, lead me to them in the name of Jesus Christ. Lead me to them. Lead them to me. Lead them to me. Lead them to me. Thank you, mighty Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. 
Many of you do not understand, so I want you to pray that prayer again. Not only does mental make a better version of you, when you are trusted, they put responsibility into your hand. I give you an example, my own example. When I joined the RCCG, I was in a particular parish somewhere in Ikoi. And I remember that we were just zealous serving God, doing our own thing. And one or two people noted. And I remember that my zona pastor then, one big man who was the, the speaker of one house of assembly, you know, called and said to my pastor then, I like this young man. And I'm looking for an executive assistant, so I won't mind that the boy be my EA. And my zona pastor said, and I quote, that you know most of these boys, they just come to church. You don't test them, you don't know them. So I don't know this boy enough, so I can't vouch for him. I'm quoting what happened. I'm standing on the altar of God. And so because of that, I didn't get that rule. But fast track to some years later, that same man who could not vouch for me came and begged me to be the MD of a particular bank, East Bank. And then when I said no, he asked three other companies as he was getting older. This time around, they are seeing a lot of things happen in my life, transformed. He begged me across and he said, these three companies, let the three MDs report to you, Tsunji. And then you become an executive vice chairman. And then you report only to me. And I still said no. Because at that initial time, I was still angry that I can remember when you said no to me. But later I discover that until someone is tested and trusted, if you hand anything over to them, you do it at your own peril. As I look to you today, I look to some people and I know that they cannot be trusted. Guess what? What that man did to me then, I can do it to some people looking at me right now. Why? Because I don't trust them. Even though I have a relationship with them. Because their ways are not straight. One day they are here. Another day they are there. If you add, I have sent people to bank MDs in this country. And I've said that here before. I sent somebody to a particular bank. Because the MD was my friend. And the MD hired that fellow. And after a while I sent another person. And that same MD hired that fellow. And when I sent the third person as a youth president in the church of that day, he told me, he said, Tsunji, stop sending people to me. I said, why? Chairman. He said, because the first one you sent was a thief. The second one you sent was a bigger thief. So I'm even beginning to wonder the kind of person you are. If you are referring thieves to me, are you not? Is it that your sense of judgment is poor or you're a thief yourself? And that's why you're going to pray that prayer again. But you pray it from two sides of the same coin. The Father sent me a mentor. And help me to be discipled. Help me to take instruction on discipleship. 
so that the place that you plan for me to be in i will be there lord i will not lose my place in you send me a mentor send me someone lead me into the place of instruction lead me to the place of instruction every man who will last in the affairs of life everyone who will last in the place of being entrusted must have been trained must have been trained father help me to be trained lord help me to be trained lord help me to be trained glory be to your name forever in jesus mighty name we pray a final prayer is that the sacrifice of a man who will be mentored father help me to pay you will hear later in the bible that the scripture talked about elisha pouring water into the hand of elijah when someone pours water into your hand what is that omodo that's what it means that person is like an ass boy but in the real sense was he an ass boy if you talk in terms of finance elisha was more prosperous than elijah at the time that the guy was called elisha was the son of a billionaire elisha was a successful mechanized a greek farmer he was doing well he had servants he was leading from the front and then he stripped himself of all those things and he started serving there are many people here that have not become anything but their shoulder part is like this twice the size because god had blessed you with some small change you think you can talk to the mate of your father as if father help me to serve the only route to enduring prosperity is service help me to serve help me to serve that arrogance in me that wants to cut me off from the inheritance that you have designed and provided for me father cut it off the bible says pride goes before the fall in another place he said god resist the proud but he give grace to the humble father help me not to be proud help me to be lifted very route of service very route of service very route of service thank you mighty father in jesus mighty name we pray may the lord turn all your requests to testimony the grace in the place of service unto god and unto mankind receive right now in the name of jesus every distraction with capacity to derail our path in god and in destiny father cut them off from us in the name of jesus christ Amen. starting from this moment open the eyes of our spirit to see the one that you have ordained to mentor us and help us to submit ourselves to authority in mentorship so that the great plan that you have for our tomorrow will become we receive 
and so that our generation will celebrate us we give you glory our dear father in jesus mighty name we prayed can someone who prayed who expected answer shout a believing amen and then if you have any personal thing you want to discuss with god you have the next 25 seconds you can take your prayer request to god Jesus, we give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. 